Hey y'all, this is Courtney and Imani, and you're listening to the Soul Sisters Podcast. episode 11 of the soul sisters podcast if you are listening in for the first time thank you for joining us and you are now officially part of the ssp community so welcome and for those of you who tuned in for our previous episodes thank you for all the support shout out to our listeners in australia france belgium estonia didn't even know that was a country until I saw it on our dashboard. So the fact that we have more people around the world tuning in and listening, it really means a lot to us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Courtney. Yes, ma'am. I know. You I'm never really, say my full name. I know, but it's really, I'm struggling right now because my throat hurts. So that kind of hurt to say your name in the way that I did. Anywho. <laughs> How are you? How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good. I cooked so much food. I probably should stop eating it um, soon. Um, Cooked so much food and got to FaceTime with my family. And I FaceTimed my mom while I cooked so she could help with the couple things I needed help on that she can only do. so yeah, it was good. And then got to fellowship with some more people afterwards. So all is well. I just got my I just got my hair braided and my scalp a little a little tight. Mm-hmm. It's gonna start <laughs> itching too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the oil on deck for that though. Yes. We all How need are the you? Oil. We all need the oil. You know what? <laughs> you know what? How were you? How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was great. I cooked. I mean, I threw down somebody's son. One mm. day is mm. going to be very happy. Because when I say I threw down, Did you? I threw down. It was a great Thanksgiving. Ooh, why are you looking at me like that? Nothing, because you really did. I was sitting here like, yeah, sister, you really did. Oh, yeah, my smoked turkey legs look real good. You know I, gave her the re- I gave her the <laughs> recipe, y'all. She didn't want to use it. She was salty when I showed her what they looked like. That's her loss. Anywho, Anywho. Um, it was it was well. And, you know, Black Friday is one of my favorite days of the year. <laughs> my heart is happy, but my wallet is not. Yeah, it is, because it's all the great deals. So I'm doing well. Interestingly enough, you know, these previous episodes, y'all been learning a lot about us and like our history with like relationships and stuff. And I still got people asking about Tyrone, which is so funny to me. But check this out, y'all. Check this out. And I wanted, I was really excited to share this with y'all because like now y'all know like the history and how much work I've done to like move past that. Tyrone has been creeping on me. Oh, my Lord. I didn't even know that. Oh, Jesus. Yes, he's been creeping on me on IG. Like, I don't follow him. I'm having a moment. And he doesn't follow me, but he's been liking my pictures. No. Oh, okay. 
I mean, yeah. And let me tell you, this is a moment of growth. Because typically I would have been like, let me, let me slide in his DMs and see what's going on. Like, just say, why are you liking my pictures? But you know I'm what? I'm so proud. I didn't even let it get to me. I saw it. I was taken aback for a moment because I was like, man, I probably talked you up. Anywho. <laughs> um, but no, I was just like, hmm, okay. I'm shook. And kept it pushing. Huh. So that's what I'm I proud of you, sissy. Y'all. Well, thank you. But Ooh. I wanted to share that with y'all. <laughs> Y'all, she didn't even tell me this. And, I, and she was like, I got something to say, but I'm going to do it on the podcast. Because I wanted, I wanted all of y'all to hear. I'm shook, huh? About it. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, get that look off your face. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? They always do that. When you have moved past, live your best life, they always try to creep back up. Yeah, well... Not this so time. Not this time. Period. Yes. So <laughs> moving on. Today we are going to talk about the call. Dun dun dun. <laughs> 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 what do I mean Drum by roll, that? Please. Right. That's what we need some like background music or whatever, you know. <laughs> Later on, future episodes, we'll have that. Um, But what do I mean by the call? So the call is a unique divine assignment given by God for his purposes, which require faith, obedience, discipline, and an unwavering commitment to him. Just a few things to keep in mind as we talk about the call. Um, It's not limited to those who do ministry in a pulpit. Yes, we have um, pastors and ministers in church, but there are other callings that help advance the kingdom of God. Secondly, you can be called, but the fulfillment of that call does not happen instantly. Um, there is a process that you have to go through. And a prime example of this is when we see uh, David is anointed to become king. But after he was anointed, um, the first time he went back to being a shepherd in the field. So it is a process that you have to go through. And lastly, God can still prepare you for the call even without you accepting it. Hmm. And that's just him being God and his infinite wisdom and we being used by him and equipped by him and we don't even know it more than half the time. So that's just a few things uh, just so we're all on the same page about the call and what that means as we reference it throughout the episode. And I was doing some thinking and I realized that for us young adults, like we are in a time where we're trying to figure out this thing called life. Um, Those Mm -hmm. in school are trying to figure out the career path they want to take and how they'll get there. There's some people preparing to go to school in the near future. And then for us who graduated from school, we've transitioned into adulthood and have a new level of responsibility and are creating the lives we want to live. Mm -hmm. And essentially, we are all just trying to figure out and pursue our purpose. And I believe, although there are people that are like, well, I don't know what my purpose is, I feel like there are many people who are privy to the things that God has called us to. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about the 
um, millennial and Gen Z generation, like we definitely have the go-getter mentality. There's that push for being a boss and, and having multiple streams of income. And to some extent, we do try to keep up with other people and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is there are many believers who have spent their entire lives going to church, but they're not living out the purpose that God has for them, mm. which is so interesting because part of it could be that you are not aware mm-hmm. of, of God's purpose for you because of the environment that you're in. Um, mm-hmm. Is it something, isn't a place where you can grow and be developed or... Another part of it is, you know God's purpose, you know the call, you just haven't accepted it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to dive into today. So, Courtney, do you think our generation is just as eager to accept the call of God as we are to be business owners, wealth generators, and achieving other goals that make us successful? Um, I guess it would be how you look at it. I would say no in the sense that, one, people may not know what their specific God-given call is, or they may think of me wanting to have my own business, me doing X, Y, and Z is what I'm supposed to be doing, and it may not be anything what God wants you to do. Mm -hmm. But they're looking at it as a way of like, okay, well, if I'm having a business, if I'm doing X, Y, and Z, this is obviously what God wants me to do because I'm successful at X, Y, Z. So I'm looking at it that way um, because you were right when you asked the question, like we're so focused on being business owners, wealth generators, making sure we're set up for the future and just achieving our goals as a whole that I think sometimes we don't tap into as a generation what act- what God actually wants for us instead of what we want for ourselves. So to sum it all up, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? I'm going to say yes. Okay. And it my response doesn't necessarily speak to our generation, like all millennials or all Gen Z, but more mm-hmm. specifically the believers within those uh, two gotcha. Gotcha. generations. And I believe, you know, as young believers, once we get plugged into a church or once we get plugged into a Christian community, typically we tend to be like all in. And mm. one thing that I love about young believers, like, When we're in, we're in, and we are on fire for God. And to be completely honest, uh, our generation or the younger generations remind me of Joshua's generation um, when it comes to the Israelites that were taken out of Egypt. So they, Joshua's generation were the younger generations that actually made it to the promised land because they were willing to be obedient and they were willing to fight for the things that God had promised them. And I see that happening with the younger generations today. It's like we are fulfilling the promises that God gave our parents and our grandparents. So I do think that believers, young believers are eager to accept the call of God. Mm-hmm. It just takes believers getting connected to the mm. right people in the right spaces mm. for that. When you when you put it in the believers perspective and standpoint, I agree. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That was yes. good. Mm-hmm. So the million dollar question. 
Mm. <laughs> Have you accepted God's call on your life? And when or when and how did you become aware of the call on your life? Um, have I accepted God's call? Um, for the most part, yes. It's a, it's a yes, but it's like, I'm a, um, I don't know everything. I don't know what all it entails. So it's sort of like, I have to do what I have to do. So even like this podcast, doing this podcast was one of the things that I knew, um, was something I was called to do. And you know this, like I was scared to do this podcast, completely scared. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, but it's, it's, it's scary. Um, and sometimes I'm very hesitant until like I'm pushed or someone else confirms like, Hey, like you're, 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 you're good. Um, when, and how did I become aware of God's call? Um, <laughs> I became aware at impact, and for those of you who don't know what impact is, impact is, <laughs> man, young adult small group hosted by Imani's parents. So I flew to Ohio for impact. And, you know, I honestly thought I was just going to slide my way in, slide my way out. And good old Mama Gina got me. She really got me. And I, there's so much prophesying went on and people just started to pour into me and it sort of just confirmed what I sort of knew and was trying to figure out, but it just, it just hit me in the face. So that's when I mm-hmm. became aware. That was such a great day. <laughs> Thank you, Mama G. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that was probably one of the most, most emotional days I've ever had. I was so happy. <laughs> Y'all just don't understand. It was a lot, truly. It was I still, great. I still think about that day. I'm like, what even happened? Like, what, what really went down? But mm-hmm. yeah, what about you? Um. Yes, December thirteenth, twenty fifteen, is the day that I became aware of God's call on my life, and ever since that day, it's been a yes. I was younger then, obviously. So I was just like, okay, God, yes, God, have your way. Now I'm like, okay, God, I don't really know what I'm saying yes to, but mm-hmm. you can keep doing it. And um, now that I'm older and now that I'm going deeper in him and, and I'm maturing, saying yes is becoming a little bit more difficult. Not a little mm. bit more, a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. I still have that desire to say yes. Mm-hmm. I just may not say yes as quickly mm-hmm. as I as I used to. Mm-hmm. And for me, the interesting thing about that, it's like, I think there comes a point where you really don't want something that God has for you or has planned for you to do. Mm-hmm. But it's almost as if that's the moment where he's like, yeah, it's it's time. Mm. If that makes sense. For the most part, I haven't had any trouble just saying yes to God up until recently because it requires more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good to see. Yeah. What has been the most challenging part of accepting the call 
<laughs> the saying yes part, that's the hardest. I'm a planner. I I need to know everything. I need to know what's going, what's going to happen from point A to point Z. I need to like have a plan, an action plan. I need to know what's what's about to take place before I say yes. And that's not how God often operates. And so it's sort of just like, you got to say yes and trust me that I know what I'm doing. And that's that's hard because it's like, okay, God, well, you want me to do X, Y, and Z, and I don't know what this is going to lead to. Yeah, how have you navigated that challenge? Mm, I would say I've just done it I've done it scared mm-hmm. I've done it without knowing um and I used the podcast as an example because that's just that was the one thing that was just such a hard thing for me to say yes mm-hmm. to because I knew that I have to be vulnerable and talk about things that I usually don't talk about um so doing it scared doing it and still feeling like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why God wants me to do this, but still doing it regardless. I think that has helped a lot in overcoming that because then you see the fruits of your labor and see why God wants you to do it. And so it makes all, it makes sense. So yeah. You are a co-host of an international podcast. Yes, I am. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) What about you, Sissy? The most challenging part about saying yes to God is because since I am so young, I'm only 22, but because I said yes at a young age, that required me to have a level of responsibility that a lot of people my age or older don't necessarily have. And sometimes that's frustrating because it's like, why do I have to be so responsible? Mm -hmm. Why do I have to sacrifice this much? Mm -hmm. I haven't met too many other people our age that are having the same experiences as me. And a lot of times, like, I feel lonely. A lot of times I feel misunderstood, which causes frustration but I know those things are inevitable because of the nature of the call on my life. And um, I've, I'm becoming more comfortable with the fact that I am different than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, yeah, I've always known I'm different. But now I'm understanding the magnitude of the differences between me and other people and not just like non-believers I'm talking about believers and and how I see things and just how I navigate the world around me and that can be difficult especially now being in a place where I'm away from all my family and friends um and having to discern who can I trust who I who I shouldn't trust who I can let in and, and things of that nature so it's it can be difficult how do you navigate that? Uh, I'm very honest with God about my feelings. Mm. And that's, that is just because of the type of relationship that I've developed with him. I very much so understand that God is the type of God that wants us to come with him for everything. Okay, that's what you want. I'll give it to you. And I'll tell him, like, this is how I'm feeling. I feel frustrated because of this. Or I'm annoyed because I don't understand why your other children don't get it. 
or God <laughs> help me understand where I'm wrong. So just being able to be transparent with him about my feelings. I don't act like everything is all good all the time because it's not. And he knows his daughter. So there's no point in me trying to fake the funk with him. So being able to talk to him and being able to hear from him mm-hmm. is what keeps me going. That's good, mama. Mm-hmm. What has been the most rewarding part of accepting the call for you? Yeah, um, impacting lives. One of the things I've learned in saying yes is it's not about me. Mm. My calling is not about me, what I want to do, how I feel. It's It's not. And that's difficult. It's like, what? (laughs) But impacting lives when, you know, the episode launched and week by week we hear people reach out and tell us like, hey, this really um, meant a lot to me. And this was some really good information or um, I'm experiencing the same thing and I had no clue how to deal with it. But listen to the episode like I, I was able to figure out how to navigate. So those things really make it worthwhile um, and just taking myself out the picture to be able to have that impact in doing what God has called me to do. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. What about you? Well, one, I would say this. Our listeners definitely keep us going. Mm-hmm. which is why we appreciate all of you to answer the question it's two things because I couldn't just pick one similarly mm-hmm. to you Courtney I love seeing the people of God blessed I love that is what <laughs> that is what fulfills me um I love seeing how much of an impact my obedience makes I love seeing mm-hmm. and hearing about how people are growing closer um, with Christ and how they're learning and healing and, and being set free. I love it. I'm here for it because, listen, this is what being a Christian is all about. That is what mm-hmm. advancing God's kingdom is all about. Secondly, I love how much God affirms me as I continue to align myself mm-hmm. in his will. I love well, one, thank you, Jesus, for giving us access to our Father. I have to say that, like, on a daily basis because to have a God that speaks to you and calls you his own is just so amazing. It's so beautiful and it's so comforting. And that's, that is what keeps me going. Yeah. And I love how God knows his children so well. He knows how to speak to us. He knows what is going to encourage us. And I just love that because even in the times where it has been a challenge saying Mm -hmm. yes and it's not because I don't want to say yes it's just having to deal with everything that comes with saying yes Mm -hmm. there have been moments where God has been like hey like you know you were born for this like you were you were made for this if anyone can do this like it's you because I trust you with this and it's like huh okay and um I'll even go on to share this one day God was like Imani, there's a reason why I told your dad to name you Imani. I was like, really? Why? (laughs) I was like, really? Tell me more, God. Tell me more. And he was like, think about your first and last name, which is Imani Steele. He was like, Imani means faith. You're a woman of faith. And then he was like, think about the metal steel. It doesn't easily break. 
is strong. You can't bend it. It's able to endure. It's able to withstand. That's exactly how I created you to be. And I was like, what? And I was just so amazed that the person who created the heavens and the earth speaks to me in that way and speaks of me in that way. And from that point on, it's like, oh, that's what God says about me? Shoot. I got a new wave of confidence because of how he speaks to me, which I appreciate. So that makes all the sacrificing, all the crying, all of the uneasy feelings, that makes it all worth it, knowing that my Heavenly Father is proud of me and loves me and is always there for me. That's good, Sissy. Thank you for that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. What is the biggest lesson you've learned from accepting the call? The biggest lesson that I've learned, it's, it's easier to say yes it's easier to say yes than to continue to ignore God and to walk in, in disobedience. It's so much easier to be like, okay, God, whatever you want me to do, okay. Then to just keep ignoring God, because either way, he's going to win. Like, either way, he's going to get what he wants. It's, it saves you so much energy if you just listen. <laughs> And time, it, so much. Yes, it is. But like, let's be real. Sometimes oh, no. it's easier not to listen. Yeah. And sometimes it's easier to not do what he wants you us to do. You are absolutely correct. Because I used to go through <laughs> these phases where I just wanted to do me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, especially in undergrad. I'm like, God, I'm an undergrad. You really think I want to be praying and studying my Bible right now? No, I'm trying to turn up. Like, and I would say that. Like, I was like, God, nobody else is doing this right now. Why why me? Yeah. And I went through those phases where I just wanted to do me. And it did nothing. The, the other things that I wanted to do besides what God wanted me to do, it just, it, it's temporary fulfillment. Yep. But for a moment, I was cool with temporary fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is not okay. That's not a good place to be. I don't yeah. suggest that at all. I'm just sharing so y'all do the opposite (laughs) (laughs) of what I did. Yeah. Mm. Unintended Mm. consequences, child. I just want to do me. I just want to live my best life. That's what people do. Don't we always? And I've said that too. I just want to live my best life. My best life. life. As if God's plan isn't our best (laughs) life. Man, come on. Oh, man. I cannot. We don't even be know what we're talking about. My Lord. Mm. What has been the biggest lesson for you? For me, it's I need God to sustain, help me sustain the things that he gives to me. Mm. So with ex- not even just accepting the call, that's part of it, but just simply saying yes, like, yes, God, I'm going to move to Texas away from everyone I know um, and all that's familiar to me. Yes, I'm going to come to Texas and take this job that you have given me. Mm-hmm. Now I need you to help me sustain it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, God, I walk into this office and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know how to do 
what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I've learned. And even just walking around my apartment complex and even just, just sitting and just taking everything in and looking at everything that he has blessed me with. It's like, yes, God, I thank you for providing me with a place to call my own. I thank you for everything I have. I need your help to sustain it though. I need your help Mm. to maintain it though. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I've realized because we serve such a great God who has great plans for us. It requires great responsibility. Yeah. Which absolutely I need his help being, you know, being a good steward of everything that he's given to me. Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for people who are struggling to accept the call God has for them. I feel like I have one just main piece. Trust that God's plan is far greater than your plan, your own plan for yourself. Like I know, especially in our generation, it's just, we want to retire by 40 and like, (laughs) we want to have so many rental properties and we got to have a business and we got to have multiple streams of income. We need to be able to book a flight to to Dubai in a drop of a dime and not think about it. And like, we just want to build this fantasy life for ourselves and we want to just do so much. Um, and it's like, yes, absolutely. That's something that we want, but we also have to consult God what he wants for our lives. Mm-hmm. And t- does that all fit into his picture of what he wants for us? And as much as we would, of course we would want, of course we know God wants the best for us, but the way that his best looks for us doesn't always mean that it aligns with what it looks like for us. Child. It doesn't at all. Girl. <laughs> that's a whole word. Is that it? That is a whole. Yes. <laughs> and I thought about this the other day. And you know, I, I have a desire to get married, right? It doesn't have to happen anytime soon. And it's just like, what if my husband doesn't come the way that I think he is going to come or he don't look mm-hmm. the way I think he should mm-hmm. look? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we overlook God's blessings mm-hmm. because they don't look the way that we think it. Yep. they should. You do this a lot with me in how I how I think about my student loans. Oh, and yeah. how I how like y'all I have applied to student loan forgiveness pro- like forgiveness program scholarships through UNCF and other scholarship providers and Imani will be like Courtney do you like why are you stressed out this may not be the the way you you know your student loans are going to be paid up yes they will I have to get these scholarships child I have not got a scholarship yet to pay off my student <laughs> loans but what you just said like the way things happen, the way we picture things to happen in our head doesn't always align with what God's plan is for that thing to happen. So trusting that his plan, his way, his timing is so much better than what we could ever plan for ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's that on that. Yes. And you know what that also means? That means that you can't overthink things. Like you cannot try and rationalize God in the way that he does things. (laughs) That's my middle name, overthink. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You said it, not me. I know. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I know. But that's that's hard. It's easier said than done, though. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're the type of person that don't like to be caught off guard. If you're a planner. 
<laughs> you just be planning your whole life down yeah. to the minute of each day. You do that? No, sissy, I don't. Oh. I don't plan my. No, <laughs> sissy, I'm not that much of a planner, child. No. But no, that's hard. I, that's where a lot of a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's the letting go. Letting go, right? And mm-hmm. you know, listen, you can't explain the supernatural. You just, yeah. it just, it just got. Yeah. And oftentimes, I think we find ourselves upset that the way that things come aren't the way we expected it to. We get mad at God for it not coming when we wanted to in the package x y and z and it's like what if he gave you exactly what you wanted like what what if he actually gave you all exactly what you wanted in the timing that you wanted in x y how would that look like right but were you also ready to receive receive it bloop what he wanted to give you yep Woo! This all is right good. okay <laughs> That was this good. good. This is good. It's like you're you're really helping me. Really, sissy. About this conversation, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we do this podcast, but honestly, like a lot of times, even though we do this for all of our brothers and sisters out there, a lot of times, like I just we be like, Imani, you really just talking to yourself right now. No, yeah. <laughs> like you're ministering you to yourself right now. And it sounds though. better when it's outside. Like, you can hear yourself. It's like, oh, snap. Wait a minute. <laughs> right. right. So what advice do you have, mama? What advice do I have? Hmm. Let me think. It's like, mom, I always <laughs> you got know advice. What? But I, <laughs> <laughs> let me stop perfect. So first thing, don't compare yourself to other people. Mm. You know, it's like, um, I don't know if any of you have ever run track but i'm just going to assume that there are some track runners out there i don't know Mm -hmm. some athletes you know when you're in a race at a meet you know if you look to the people in the lanes on the left and the right side of you you're not going to be able to focus on your own race like you're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to focus on what you are doing and that's exactly what happens when we get caught up in comparing ourselves to other people or we get caught up in seeing what homegirl down the street is doing or what brother so-and-so is doing and you can't compare yourself to other people because we are all graced to do different things my calling is not the same as courtney's courtney's is not the same as mine Mm -hmm. and that's okay because we are we all serve um a unique purpose Mm -hmm. um for the kingdom of god so that's the first thing second thing Pray, pray, pray. And and this does not mean like you always got to have some long, deep prayers. No. Mm-mm. Prayer is just simply communicating with God, talking to him about every single thing, talking to him about your frustrations with your call, questioning why you should be accepting the call. He wants us to just communicate with him because in that you will find more clarity about yourself because you're understanding who your father is and how he operates. Mm-hmm. So that's the second thing. Last thing is check the environments that you put yourself in and the people that you surround yourself with. Mm. Because bad company corrupts good character and it's going to be very difficult for you to stay in line with God's will if you are surrounded by people 
who are not concerned with the things of the kingdom. And if you are surrounded by people who are not going to hold you accountable or encourage you because walking in purpose is not easy. Walking in purpose is not for the faint at heart. God forbid if you're trying to break generational curses, that's a whole nother ball game. Mm. Ooh, why you look at me like that? Cause you you are so right. It's like oh. that on top yeah. of that. It's like man, <laughs> God. Yes. So it's so important for you to get connected to a church, get connected to other um, people in Christ that can just help you and encourage you. And if you feel like you ain't got nobody, you got the soul sisters and we will pray for you (laughs) and we will encourage you and we will try and help you out. We ain't got all the answers, but we can go to the one who got the answers. That's it. All right. Well, go ahead and give us this good word then. (laughs) Y'all, someone get her. (laughs) The Bible verse of the week. It's probably one of my favorites. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That's God's promise right there. And that right there is soul confirmation that God's plans are what he says there to prosper you. And like you just have to really trust that. And you hold on to that, uh, God's got you. So just trust in that, meditate on that uh, scripture, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and it should help. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. Yes. Okay, well, let's go ahead and pray. Mm-hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for not only just being God, but for being Abba, our Father, for being um, a Father who has nothing but the best for his children. And so, Heavenly Father, we pray that you just bring clarity to all of us when it comes to your will and the things that you would like for us to do. Heavenly Father, I want to say a prayer for those who are struggling to accept the call that you have for them. God, I pray that you comfort them. I pray that you connect them to people and places that will help encourage them, that will help uplift them, God, that will help inspire them and motivate them to get in alignment with your will. For those of us that are in your will, God, and we're struggling and we're having some challenges, please strengthen us, Heavenly Father. Give us wisdom so that we can continue to do the things that you want us to do because no matter how hard or difficult it gets, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love you and are called mm-hmm. according to your purpose, God. So we just thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for how that you, how you are using this generation. We thank you, God, that we are game changers. We thank you, God, that we are doing things that have not been done before we thank you god that we are just doing things in such a unique way and that we are advancing your kingdom all around the world and it is because of you that we are able to do these things heavenly father and we just praise you and we give you all the glory honor and praise for all that is to come in jesus name amen jesus name amen so y'all know the drill If you have any topic suggestions, please fill out the form in our link tree in our Instagram bio. Let us know what you think about this week's episode. DM us, tweet us, send us a text. I don't know. 
whatever you want to do, let us know mm-hmm. <laughs> how you how you uh, feel about this week's episode. Yeah. Of course, we're still waiting on some listener letters. So <laughs> submit <laughs> by emailing the Soul Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, y'all, be blessed. Bye. Bye.